Hey everyone, before we start, I wanted to encourage you to become part of our community on Discord. I always like to say the water is warm, it's very inviting, and no one is going to treat you anything less than an awesome human being because that's how we run it. Our Discord community has actually grown every single day for the last 53 days, and we are so proud of that. But that's where we're going to interact with you a little bit more. And you could ask your questions. You could show your project. You can do all kinds of things. But if you've been on the fence about Discord, like I always was, give it a shot. And we'll see you there. Links in the show notes. Look, what happens? What happens if you are a creator? You, you've you been into art, but you've done it in the traditional sense. And then there's all this buzz about NFTs. And you are thinking, I need to integrate into there. Today's guest, Decline, is going to help us think through that process, and here we go. Look, are you interested in investing or collecting NFTs but are overwhelmed with all the information? Heather and I were true, true NFT newbies. We're going to break it down as we're learning, as we wander unafraid into the world of digital art. Listen, y'all, we're going to cure you of your FOMO, mildly educate you, and give our unqualified opinions, and hopefully have a lot of laughs along the way. Hey, y'all, what is going on? My name is Heather Parody, and I'm here with my incredible friend and co-host, Rich. And if this is your first time listening, listen, this is called NFTs for Newbies, because guess what? We're newbies and we're trying to learn this space with you because there's so much cool opportunity, not only for collectors, but like we're going to dig into today, also for creatives and artists. And we have gotten so many emails, Rich, from creatives who were like, how do I get into this game? And we're like, we don't know. Let's get somebody who knows the answers to this. And that's who we have today with us. Decline, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to uh, be with us and shine some light on this topic. My pleasure. Happy to be here. Yeah. I have a quick backstory, and Mm -hmm. this is so non-traditional for me, but I I have to do it. Um, D, I'll go by D because that's what you actually prefer, but I discovered you because I watched a video on YouTube of you and Gary Vee on the podcast. Now, I've interviewed Gary uh, Mm -hmm. a few times in person a couple times, and I'm I'm thrilled with that. But you guys were talking like you've been buds forever, but it was (laughs) deep. It was deep. I was like, how long is this fucking podcast going to go? Because it was like going, (laughs) it was so good. I was like, I feel like they could talk for hours. So I watched it and I quickly got lost. But the reason I watched it was because that's when my interest started to happen. And my interest actually started because of Heather. But my actual purchase, uh, my very first purchase, my second purchase was you. Sorry, I wanted it to be my first. But he was talking about World of Women on Instagram Live. And I got one of those. That's a good purchase. And then I got yours. And my daughter loves your piece. She literally asked me last night to print it out and put it in her room. Oh, that's Um, awesome. That's so cool. Look, man, here's the deal. What people don't know, what I know, is that you 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 know everything that we don't. Like you are deep, <laughs> you are deep in the trenches with this. You are creative. You've been creating. You've been selling. You've been on OpenSea. You've on Twitter. You're in the discords. But there's a lot of people who are just as creative as you, but just not digitally. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's right. And they mm. are gonna get a swift kick in the ass once they realize what's going on. And I don't want that for them, right? Like, I want them to be able to explore. So, like, first, thank you for everything. Second, how do those people even begin to fathom, like, transferring that real-life creativity into this virtual creativity that is making people lots of money? <laughs> for me, it was exploring the curated platforms first. 
that's how I first really got enamored with it. I was looking at platforms like Super Rare was the first one I learned about. Yeah. And known origin. And I I remember just spending hours just scrolling through it and looking at awesome stuff on there, right? And going, oh, Super mm-hmm. Rare kind of has this flavor to it. And known origin had another flavor to it. And then you had platforms like Foundation that were really trending at that time. Of course, those are curated platforms. A person beginning isn't going to start on those platforms. But it's a place to get an idea of what the market's about, I think. And as a traditional artist coming into this space, now I, I, I actually really pretty much started, I was an art teacher, but in terms of selling <gasps> art, I didn't actually sell any art ever, really. I just taught art. So Interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, so when I got into it, I was, I, I was drawing on my phone, just fiddling on this, okay? And at that time, Rarible was the place to start, okay? And Rarible is great because anyone can start there, right? So it doesn't matter who you are as a creator. You can begin there. Uh, if I were to do it now, as if I was a traditional artist entering the space now, personally, I would start with OpenSea. Yeah. Um, with OpenSea, you, How come? the reason being, you can create a storefront there for a reasonable cost. It's under $100, I believe. Um, and then you pay for your first mint. It's on the Ethereum blockchain. So you'd have to set up what's called a MetaMask wallet. Yep. MetaMask is an extension you can add on Chrome. If you go to metamask.io, make sure it's the real MetaMask. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, .io. And once you've set up a MetaMask wallet with, you know, you're going to need a few hundred dollars to start with on there. Um, and you mint your first piece on OpenSea. Following that, you can mint with that contract multiple pieces. So that's probably the easiest way to get started because if you're a traditional artist entering this space, maybe you want to start with works that you've already created physically and now you're doing like a digital scan of them, for example. Yep. Right? And you might get a collection going on there of, say, 10, maybe a dozen pieces so people can see your style. But just as importantly as starting a store is getting connected to the community. In fact, that's probably more important. Mm. Um, mm. I don't know if I'd be in a big rush to start a store until I had some connections in the community with Twitter, with Instagram, with um, podcasts. For me, podcasting, obviously, I also was a writer. Well, was. I I am a writer for Cointelegraph as well, and I have been a writer for Cointelegraph. So that was a huge connection for me, right? Um, Hmm. Not everybody's going to necessarily have that connection, but uh, connecting socially, connecting is... Because the reality is, if you're a traditional artist, you're known in that world already. But if you're coming into this world, it's an entirely different audience. And so you you might be someone who's well-known in the one realm, and then you come here and it's like, who are you? So I think the social connections are at least as important. Because like you mentioned, Rich, there are lots of people that are very, very, very talented, fantastic artists. But if you don't have that connection where people know you somehow, it's hard to motivate people to want to buy your art then. Hey newbies, our friend Sean has made an online course called NFTs Simplified. So consider it an extension of the things that we've tried to help you do. Now this course is going to cover a few things and we want to tell you about it because it is very affordable and it is very worthwhile. So obviously we're going to cover what an NFT is, how to transfer Ether crypto into your wallet, how to buy an NFT, NFT security basics, all so that you can do the things you want. Some of you want to make money, some of you want to invest money, some of you want to make sure your NFTs and your monies are 
safe. And that's exactly uh, why we're pairing up with Sean for this. So there will be five video lessons and there's also plenty of course handouts and notes. Uh, I'm looking at some of the reviews right now. Here's one from Halim saying the course is great. I love the graphics and wish I had time to watch all this before I tried to do it myself. So there's additional reviews just like that, that made us confident to partner with him and to offer this course to you for 19 bucks. Okay. That's about three Starbucks grande drinks. Okay. So think about it, 19 bucks to keep your NFTs safe, to get you some of that extended knowledge that you want and to just have a course from someone who is driven to help you. So we'll link it in the show notes. See you next time. We had an email the other day. Someone says, I listen to NFT podcasts, but I always get confused because there's these terms thrown mm -hmm. around and I never know what they mean. And you just said, you know, get it minted. Okay. Uh, can you just briefly explain what you mean by sure. that? So let's say you're a traditional artist and you've created a, a physical painting, okay? And you scan that digitally, maybe use a camera setup, maybe use another scanning setup, okay? Uh, that part, I think, is pretty self-explanatory. Um, once you've got that MetaMask wallet and you've got some Ether from Ethereum, the currency, okay? What you're going to do is you're going to upload your... I use PNGs usually because the picture quality is a little better, okay? Um, you're going to upload that PNG. I think the file size limit on OpenSea is under 100 megabytes. So plenty, really. I mean, that's a lot oh, for, yeah. most, oh, yeah. for most PNGs. Um, and what you're doing is you're uploading this picture file, fi image file, and it's getting uploaded to IPFS, which is the interplanetary file system. Usually that's how they're stored. Um, basically, it's stored on the internet. Let's just put it simply. Jeez. Okay. But when you mint it, you're basically signing that artwork digitally with your wallet. So your wallet is your identity. So if you look at my work on known origin, OpenSea, Rarible, it's all under that same address, which is attached to me and no one else can sign from that address. So when an artist signs from their wallet, they are proving that it's created by that individual. Someone else could take that image file and sign it, but everybody knows it's not them, right? Like, you know, hmm. so like, for example, with my work, and obviously, that's, that's easier as it gets over time, as you have a portfolio, and people recognize your work, because now it's at the point where, you know, if somebody makes a copy of my zombie, people are like, Oh, that's not, that's not declines signature on it, because it's not his wallet. And it's, you know, people could make a copy of it, and everybody could check and know ah, someone copied your art. Yeah, right. But yeah, you kind of have to build that up. So basically, minting it is signing that um, upload and proving that you're the one who's uploaded it to OpenSea. And anyone can then check that address and go, oh, that's so-and-so's digital signature attached to that artwork. Does That's the best explanation we've heard Is by it? far. Okay. Um, <laughs> thank you. Um, if you said you mint on OpenSea, but if I, if I mint it on OpenSea, does that mean it's not minted on another marketplace? It's minted on the Ethereum blockchain. Oh, OpenSea got it, got it. Okay. is basically a graphic user interface that allows you to see the artwork. You could see it on other platforms. OpenSea is like an aggregator. Sure. OpenSea is basically taking artwork from anywhere that's minted on the Ethereum blockchain. And you can it's called OpenSea because they're all there. Like yeah. it's, right. <laughs> so if I go to Known Origin where you know it's curated, I have art on Known Origin, it will show up on OpenSea because I've minted it with my Ethereum wallet. Yeah, I wanted to ask yep. one uh, follow up to everything you were saying before. Uh, when you said you were an art teacher and mm -hmm. you had art, but you weren't selling or you hadn't mm -hmm. sold, how are you going to convince other people 
to do what you're doing, like other people who are artists. You said you have your community, but now you have to educate those people and be like, dude, get that fucking art on OpenSea. <laughs> like, how are you going to have to? You're, you mean them. you're having a hard time convincing people to put their art there? I mean, like, what made, I guess, here's a real question. Mm-hmm. What made you say, you know what? Like, I haven't sold any of this. I have mm-hmm. a good chance to do it online. Like, how did that even become a thought in your head? The way, like I mentioned, looking at platforms like Super Rare and Known Origin, you can't help but be inspired when you look mm. at that artwork. And if you're an artist, to me, like what happened with my personal experience was that I was assigned to write a, a story about an artist named Rob Ness, who's a very prolific and successful artist. And he was removed from the platform Super Rare. I don't want to go too much into the story, but the point being, after having a conversation with him, that's when I explored Super Rare. And that's when I was like, holy shit, I got to do this. Like, this is so cool, right? But I had no idea how to do it. So what I did, my first step in was collaboration. And that's another really, really useful approach, okay? (laughs) If you are intimidated by it, look at artists you admire and send them a direct message and say, I love your work. Would you like to collaborate? You'd be surprised. If you were to show them, like, say you're a traditional artist, if you were to show them, this is my art, right? And how many artists would say, yeah, let's do it. Sure, I'll help you mint, right? So my very first mint was a collaboration with Robness. Uh, I didn't even make any art for it because I'm also a writer. I was like, can I write a poem and you create a visual and we'll sell it as a collaboration. So I wrote a little, <laughs> little poem. That's cool. dope. He That's made so creative. <laughs> it's still my pin tweet. It's still my pin tweet after all this time. But oh, I was so proud good. of that connection. And basically... He minted it, and then we just split the proceeds half and half. Now, when was this? Was this, like, recent? How long have you been in the Holy, game? Holy, COVID distorts everything. Um, Isn't it true? Wow. I think it was, I've been actually minting my own work for more than a year and a few months now. I think we minted it in <laughs> that's, September. That's like a long time It's a long time. September... <laughs> that have been september 20 no 2020 september 2020 wow. feels like is that right no probably <laughs> yeah that's an eternity <laughs> yeah what, was the landscape similar anymore. i mean has it, it was, just massively grown just in this year or, or is that just my own perception it was not nearly as saturated it was much easier to have your presence become known at that time and i'm the type of i'm an addictive personality i'll admit that like i was creating art non-stop yeah <laughs> it's like daily for hours i was doing it basically i got home from my i teach right i get home from my teaching and i would just draw stuff until i went to bed <laughs> basically hey y'all you know that we try to keep everything right about 15 minutes and a lot of times we go over because you know we're chatty and we're so so curious but we're gonna break this up into two parts we'll come back with part two with decline but i want to make sure that i give his podcast a shout out it is nfp with decline that is linked up in the show notes so make sure you check that out we'll see you in a couple of days